Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with Scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I'm your host, Stephanie Foster. On this episode, we are joined by one of our own Scrapbook.com colleagues, the amazingly creative and talented Laura Winslow. Laura is our social media and community manager, and she's actually the one behind the scenes helping us to produce this podcast. And she is an expert on the topic that we are discussing today, which is documenting your December traditions. And she's been doing this for over 10 years, so I told her she had to come on the podcast and talk about it because she has so many tips and inspiration to share with us today. You are just going to love it. So welcome, Laura. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I mean, that's quite the introduction. I would not quite say I'm an expert, but I love doing it. So I'm so excited to talk about it today. Oh my goodness. I She brought in her books to show me today and I'm just so impressed with them and so excited to get working on mine and to finish it up before December. So we have so much to talk about. I'm ready to just jump in. Thanks. Me too. All right, Laura. So when we're talking about documenting those holiday traditions that we typically do in December, um, we've got to go in with a plan. Mm -hmm, For sure. And I know that you start planning way in advance, which I think that's the key to like enjoying the holidays in general, right? Absolutely. If we plan ahead, I've had some holidays where it gets to be Christmas day and I look back with regret going, oh my goodness, the time slipped by and I I didn't get some of these things done. And, um, but when I go in with a plan and when I just like schedule the things that are most important, those traditions that are the most important Mm -hmm. to my family, we've got to get those on the calendar first, right? Absolutely. And I think that it can be a stressful time for a lot of people. And I think what you just said is so important. And that is scheduling those things that are most important to your family, because I think there are unlimited amounts of things that we could be doing during the December month, and we shouldn't feel obligated to do all of them um, or document all of them for that matter. So let's just get those things that are super important to us, meaningful. Yeah. And and I think that can even start with just even asking our family members, what are mm-hmm. the like most important things that we get done this Christmas or holiday season? Or what are your favorite memories from, you know, past years? Like, what do you want to do? Because sometimes the things we think as moms are important, mm-hmm. we realize the kids don't really care about them, right? And so yeah, absolutely, it's good it's to funny. just interview the family. It is. I mean, I was so interested in what you were telling me about what your family does every year and what you did with another family. And you have your entire day of acts of kindness. That was really fun. Yeah, that's one of our traditions. It's um, a random acts of kindness day. And we we do. We partner with another family that have children our same you know, kids' ages. And we come up with like this whole route of places that we go to to be able to do random acts of kindness for other people. It's going to look probably a little bit different this year, (laughs) of course, with COVID. But, you know, we've gone to the dollar store and we give each of the kids dollar bills and they have a little 
tag like taped to the end of it to say, you found this dollar because it's a random act of kindness. Enjoy, you know, spending it. And we go to the dollar Mm -hmm. store and they get to hide those dollar bills throughout the store. Or we put candy canes on windshields of cars, or we um, hide, you know, quarters in the gumball machines. And then we made we've made homeless packets, you know, just in Ziploc bags that we can hand out to people as we see them in need. And then we end the night. um, Well, we would go to the hospitals. That's probably not going to be happening this (laughs) year, but we would drop off things. But it's really just thinking, who can we help today? And then we end the night with a treat and we go through a drive-thru and just pay for the car behind us. So that is definitely one that ranks high on my family's list because we have done it every year and they have such great memories of it. But I know you have some really fun traditions. So share with everyone some of the things that you do. Um, Well, I think it varies a lot every year, but there are some that remain consistent like yours. Um, And one that I started when my children were very young um, was something that I like to call Santa shaving cream beards. (laughs) And we do it every December 1st. And they um, have, you know, I have a 14-year-old now and, you know, tweens, and they still look forward to it. They started when they were extremely young in the bathtub, and then it moved to in the bathtub with swimsuits on. (laughs) And now it's with their friends out in the backyard. But basically, they each just get a can of shaving cream from the dollar store, and they like to make um, beards with the shaving cream that sticks out on themselves and on one another. And it's just silly, and it's fun to kick off um, the month. And And I love having that documented um, every year. So and- much so much fun. I saw the pictures in your book of that. And I'm totally going to do that with my kids, even though they're a little bit like into those teenage years, I still think they would absolutely love it. Oh, absolutely. I still enjoy it. (laughs) I get myself a can. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. And we also have a lot of people do the Advent book. We do that every day. That's something really neat. Um, But I think what we have to keep in mind too, when we say have a plan is know that you do what works for you. Um, You don't have to have some grand, huge plan. Um, If these kinds of activities aren't something that you do, then absolutely, you know, don't feel that pressure. But take a look at the things that you do. And I think you would be surprised at the things that you take for granted during the month of December that would be beautiful to document and to have. Absolutely. The simple things, even the like having hot chocolate as a family Mm -hmm. one evening while watching a, you know, maybe a holiday movie or those simple things. I remember growing up when I think back to traditions, it's that opening up that one gift on Christmas Eve, you know, things that don't have to take a lot of time or a lot of money, but it's things that we consistently did year after year that creates those memories. So really good. I love that. And you have, you do something with your family where they have like a little Advent activity every day (laughs) in the month of December. Tell us a little bit about that. They do. Um, So I, like I said, vary it with the exception of a few things, but I try to have an activity or just something for them um, every day in December. And I put it on a little card and they get to pick it out either off a little mini tree or, you know, in envelopes, whatever I choose to do that year in the morning before we do it. And sometimes it's a big thing. Um, Hey, we're going to go look at 
this light display tonight. Um, and sometimes it's just, we're going to make Christmas cookies together, or we're just going to get some hot cocoa from the kitchen mm -hmm. and walk around the neighborhood and look at the lights. Um, but it just makes it so family oriented and special and meaningful. And um, I just love that they look forward to it, that I look forward to it. They remember what family is all about and what Christmas is all about, whatever it might be that you celebrate. Um, it's good to document it and to remember. And I love looking back on these. Oh, absolutely. And that that's neat. They have something to kind of anticipate and look forward to every single day, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but I think you you nailed it on the head with it's about the family time and spending that time together and just, you know, that that's what they'll remember. So no matter how you spend your December, you know, we've just got some ideas for you today on how you can document that month. And I'm, I'm excited to just jump into it. So, yeah. so let's talk a little bit about kind of the first step on how to document your holiday traditions. Um, and that is, finding out what you want to use to document them, right? What, what kind of a book you're going to use. So talk a little bit about that. Um, well, I think that, again, you can see so many great projects online and think, oh, you know, I really would love to do that. And I just, it's just not me. So don't feel the pressure to do what you see unless it is you and unless it's something you want to try. Um, you know, we have nine by 12 albums that you can do there are six by eight albums. Some people like to do a smaller four by six album. Um, you could do a whole 12 by 12 with layouts. And then we have a whole other slew of options that people like to choose. I've seen them done in traveler's notebooks. Um, sometimes people go to Goodwill and choose a vintage book and do a scrapbook of sorts in there. I remember when Maggie Holmes came to film a class here um, once, I just loved that she used a vintage book with her paper collection and put it in there, but it could so easily be done too with any Christmas paper collection and done for the holidays. Such a great idea. Um, memory Dexes. We yes, those are hot now. right now. Yes. <laughs> I love those. Those are so wonderful. And Heidi Swap, I think she's doing a um, 30 Days of Gratitude one that she said she likes to receive inspiration from others um, on Instagram and stuff. But it, I bet she's going to do something for the holidays too, and I can't wait. I hope so. Um, mixed media. You know, yeah. it's, it's like limitless options it is. there it really is. and you can, what I like, what I've kind of bought to do mine is with the pocket pages. So mm -hmm. it, it seems a little simpler to me, but yet you can be as creative as you want with it. Absolutely. So, you know, just being able to, to slide things in there with the, mm -hmm. with the albums, but yeah, I guess choosing your album or what, you know, type of notebook or journal you're going to use to document is, is that first step. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And some people don't feel like you have to have done it before because, you know, Allie Edwards, who came up with this whole concept of December Daily that we all know and love so much and adore. I just love um, what she does every year. Uh, I noticed that each year she kind of varies what she chooses. You know, she just feels a 9 by 12 album this year or she mm -hmm. feels a smaller one this year. So it doesn't always have to be consistent each year either. 
That's a good good point. I love the um, newest Heidi's of uh, Heidi's storyline chapters. Mm. She has a planner, you know, insert, and I've been using it all year. But I'm thinking that would be great too. And what I love about it is it's it's again it's doable for me. So it's like yeah. one line of what you did that day where you can put a little two by two picture or something, and you could just yeah. easily document that way. And you don't have to have all of the extras if you don't want it, mm-hmm. but you're still recording you know, what you did that day just as a snapshot. So, oh, so that many would options. be perfect. She has a class, Stop the Blur, right? Yes, so yes. Is and that I, what it is? Yeah. Yep. And so each month she gives you inspiration, but she also has a lot of, uh, she has a free video. She's got some free downloads. And um, yeah, those storyline chapters are my favorite. Oh, so. I love those. I do. I have those myself as well. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. So so once we pick our album or, or what we're going to use, then our step two is really to then select what approach we're going to take with it. Mm-hmm. What approach do you take, do you feel like? Um, well, okay, I am new to this. So <laughs> what, what I'm planning on doing, I'm going to kind of do a mix because I, I, unlike you, I don't really have something scheduled every single day, but I do have probably three to four times a week we're doing holiday type traditions. So I will be documenting those, but then I thought it would be fun in, in between on the days, maybe where I don't have much scheduled to do some of our favorite things. So, you know, what's our favorite holiday movie we love to watch as a family, or what's our favorite holiday treat recipe. And I could slide that in, or what is our, you know, favorite memory from my childhood or something about, you know, Christmas time. And so I'm going to kind of intersperse my favorite things in with what we're actually doing during the month. So that's kind of where I come from. But what about you? What are some good options for for people to kind of start? Well, I think that there's mine is kind of a mixture of a lot of things. I feel like Um, I do the numbers. I just love numbers. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what you see the most, but you know, and, then, not- and the numbers, let's explain for those who maybe haven't seen this. So it's like one through 25, each kind of page is a different number of that day, right? Mm-hmm. So for Correct. each day in December. Okay. Yes. That's good to clarify that. Thanks. Um, and, but you know, truly people might be listening to this and thinking, you know, but not everybody has people around to do a lot of stuff with. Not everybody can get out of the house this year to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, you brought up a great point with just different ways that you can use this. It's not limited to doing activities. Um, you could do themes. Um, you could make it all about holiday baking. Um, you could do it about traditions. Um, you could do a certain word or words that conjure up certain memories for you during this month. Um, Holiday decor is a big one. People love to decorate. And oftentimes, I think you forget to photograph what you do to your home and all the little details. You know, yeah. I don't remember what my tree looked like last year until I open up my December daily book. <laughs> That's right. Well, how, yeah, you think back like to your childhood, how neat would that have, would that be right now to be able to look at like the trees of those, you know, your childhood, you know, that your mom mm-hmm. decorated or the ornaments that really had sentimental value or how the front of the house was decorated back then. Like, again, we take it so for granted when we're in the moment that, but we are going to re- want to remember those things. So that's a holiday decor. I think that would be such a fun one. It would, I think. I, I, that That's a great point. I mean, I would love 
to be able to remember that from my my mom and just kind of see it captured in time too in the decade that it was also um but also lists lists is a wonderful one too as you mentioned like what these are my favorite holiday movies or this is what we're watching this is what we're baking this is uh, you know all the places that i went as a child during these months or something and yeah or the lists of what we're buying for people or i yeah. i keep lists of like the neighbor gifts i give every year oh, you know because i kind of change that every year and so i have to keep track of knowing like what yeah. i've given um or who i gave to and so any of those lists can be put in there as well. Just, yeah, it's it's just a neat snapshot at the end. You've got this book that really shows how you celebrated and spent that time together. So I'm, so I'm just special. so excited. Okay. <laughs> Me too. So then we've got the next step. Step three is really gathering your supplies and thinking about how you're going to create this book. So give us some ideas, if you can, um, on on supplies and things that you've used, because you've got some good creative ones as well. Yes. Well, as I mentioned, Allie Edwards, um, she is the one that just started all of this amazing Con- this amazing concept of documenting your December with the mm-hmm. December daily concept. And she offers kits. Um, so I have used Allie Edwards kits before. Um, you don't have to purchase a kit either. Um, you can use a paper collection that you love. Some people have a Frank Garcia style or Kaiser Craft um, and love those collections and would think, how can I not use those on an album or <laughs> to document my December? So those are so easily um, changed up to be able to be used for a December album of sorts. Um, you could also just look around your craft room or what you have in your stash and utilize what you have and create your own kit, so to speak. Think of a color theme or just a theme in general. Um, look for things like stars. Um, look for things like gold letters that think, say things like sparkle or magical or family or traditions. Um, all those Christmas words that show up in other sort of stickers and thickers and things like that. Um, things that we use for Disney albums. This is a great idea. Perfect. (laughs) And vice versa too. Yep. The red and black, right? You can't Mm -hmm. go wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And all that magical and sparkle, those words and things like that are just great for that. Um, So yeah, I mean, you really don't even have to purchase anything, but there are so many unlimited ways that you can go about this and there's really no rules on it. You know, I mean, if you enjoy mixed media too, there's a whole other way to go with art supplies as far as paints go. That's right. And even the stamps, if you have a good number set, Mm. you know, for your stamps, then there you go. You can stamp out your numbers for each day of the, you know, December month and and you'll be good Mm. to go. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah. That's really yeah. fun. And sometimes you'll put in things that aren't necessarily like a scrapbooking supply, but something from an event you attended or a ticket stub, those types of things, right? Oh, absolutely. I think that is what makes it unique. And I think that's what makes it um, just really something that you can almost think of as an heirloom down the line. Because um, 
it it really is from the heart. It's not a perfect piece of <laughs> of art. It's not this thing that you can't touch. Um, when I look at my albums, they are stuffed to the brim <laughs> and they have things falling out all over the place. <laughs> but that just shows me how much we did and how much I wanted to pack in there. And if we went somewhere, I just hole punch it and put it in there. Um, you know, we all love our, you know, spice whatevers <laughs> during the holiday season and our hot cocoa, peppermint hot cocos and stuff like that from Starbucks. Um, and I love including little bags from there if we had like a lemon loaf or something, you know, and yeah. writing a little something on it um, about our time there. Um, ribbons from gifts. I also include those and put like maybe a little charm at the end that hangs off of my album. Um, any sort of things that you can think of that you would want as a memory. Um, or even I, the gift tags that people mm -hmm. have given to you. That's a great one. Absolutely. That wrapping paper, mm -hmm. cut it out into the three by four or just four by six. And you can remember the wrapping paper that you used that year or a card, something like that. Great, great ideas. I love those. Um, so, so now we've got all of our supplies together. <laughs> Just take, if you can take me through the process of how you then set up your books in November so that you're ready for December. How do you go about that? Well, I think there are probably far more strategic ways to do it, <laughs> um, but I do what works for me, and I do set it up um, with the numbers that I want to use. I I typically myself use um, pocket like six by eight pocket page albums and mm -hmm. pocket page cards. That's, That's my favorite my preference. Size. Absolutely, mm -hmm. I love it. Um, so. I set it up one through 25, leaving some space. Um, it depends on what I use that year. Sometimes I use the three by eight um, pocket page protectors from Allie Edwards. Um, sometimes I use, um, you know, just all sorts of different things. So it really depends. But I, I put it in there. I put the cards that I want to use with themes and I don't worry about changing it up. If I see something on day seven that works better for day two, there it goes. Swap that's it out. The, yeah, that's the beauty of a six by eight three ring album. Yeah, <laughs> you can, you can just, change it around. Yeah, absolutely. And then it, the important part, I think, is to really um, kind of plan out that schedule, maybe even write it on a calendar at the beginning. Mm -hmm. of your album um, so that you can keep track of the things that you want to do. And that also helps you um, keep track of it. Think of how big this date has to be. Um, yeah. Well, especially like on a weekend, if you know that, for example, in December, the first weekend is like the fourth is a Friday and the fifth and the sixth, you'd want maybe a few more pages in there because mm -hmm. the weekend we pack a little bit more into it. Right. So you can kind of think ahead that way Absolutely. As, as you're putting your book together. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, I think that some people are so good about limiting themselves to one photo <laughs> for each day. And I admire that, but <laughs> it's not me. I cannot do that. Um, and I know that we talked about 
using the Project Life app to create the two by two images that you like. So isn't that two by two? That's what I use for my storyline planner insert. Mm -hmm. Yes, is the two by two size. And, and, and Laura and I were talking, Laura is an amazing photographer who had a, a, a big photography business. Um, So creative and talented, but Yes. And both of us love a good photograph that's printed well, but sometimes, Mm -hmm. especially for these two by two sizes, we just do what, what works the best, right? We'd rather simplify and just get it done than wait for the perfect printing opportunity. Does that make sense? So, yes. So I have used that Project Life app to take like six photos and you can put them into a four by six, um, what, what do you call a template? And it'll give you those six two by two pictures. And then you just cut them up and you've got these little pictures that fit perfectly on, on pages or um, in those planners. And so, so that's a great tip. I think just if you're wanting to print out a lot of photos and don't have the space, you can shrink them down to those smaller sizes. I like that. Or you could just leave it as the four by six, if you're doing a pocket page album and then there you go. There's That's a lot of true. photos. That um, is true. I personally love to use the Project Life app for that four by six image, but having two three by fours on it. And then I cut yes. it and put it in my three by four pocket page. Oh, yeah. So to me, that's just easy. Um, and like you said, sometimes you just have to get over the fact that it's not going to be like this amazing photo shoot photo <laughs> from your lab. Exactly. Um, and it's just your life, you know? Yep. And it's it's better to have something documented in there than nothing at all. So Absolutely. we definitely want to make sure that we're taking pictures as we go, which is, is, yeah, just important. And as a reminder, get in the photos. We oh, have a problem yeah. as women and as, as mothers doing that, right? We just want to take all the pictures, but but the children want to see us in them. So we need to remember to get in some of those photos as well. And I mean, how cute would it be too, even if you have really young children to get them to take your photo? Oh. Even if it's just kind of silly or off kilter, you know, I mean, that would be special to you that they took it. Absolutely. Um, their view of you, you and know. And selfies with them and you, you know, yeah. just the Absolutely. togetherness. That's yeah. what we want to remember. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so... So you, do you usually have your books then pretty much done before December? I wouldn't say pretty much done because I add so much to them. Mm-hmm. But um, I I just have, I would say, ugh, this is not a good word, carcass. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? That sounds so negative. Shell, like a shell oh. of the, you have a, it's set up and ready to go. And then yeah. you every day are putting things into yes. it. Yes, yes, okay. exactly. Thank you. No, Much that's a better word. Um, well, and I and I've found like as I'm gathering my stuff to put my album together, um, I love keeping them all. I've got the twelve by twelve clear box, and I keep all of my papers and stickers and stamps and everything that's kind of that I want to use in this album in that one box, and then I leave it out. And then that way, it's super easy to just know it's all in one place. And if you know, I know that sticker is in there, or I know that stamp is in there, and I can grab it right out. So I think also having kind of a game plan for that to just mm-hmm. have all of your supplies in reach and ready to go, so that when you are going through December, you know, and you're doing the traditions that you're not 
creating more work. It should be something that you enjoy working on and it's simple um, as you're going through the month. So it's all ready to go. I, I like the preparation part. Oh, I completely agree. You have to be organized with what works for you. And I mean, I think what you do, it's very similar to what I do a lot of times as well. I mean, with those 12 by 12 clear storage boxes, they're amazing because I can hold it and I can take it wherever my family is. If yeah. I'm sitting on a couch and I have like a table, side table next to me that I can kind of use, mm-hmm. um, to me, that's a great opportunity to do that. If you don't have a craft room, this is perfect. You can just easily take it wherever you are without being segregated from your family or the activities of the month. So um, true. And I think I also really love the envelopes that we have, those plastic envelopes, yes. and they're perfect for photos, for, for everything really, but for the photos to kind of keep them together. And you can always, if you're not ready to put them in, put a sticky note on things with comments or journaling, mm-hmm. like that. Yep, just on the back of it until you get to it so you don't mm-hmm. forget. Or our the four by six or five by seven photo boxes too, which are perfect oh, yeah. size. Slip those photos right in, in there as well. You had a great idea about the stamp organizer like, oh, uh, for the stamp yes. pads of what you do. Yes. Laura, uh, Laura Graff, our exclusive products manager actually has a photo of that in her scrapbook.com gallery. Oh. So you can look at that. Yeah. Okay. And it is our ink pad storage that everybody just, oh, ink pad storage, you have it upright and there's your ink and that's fabulous too. But if you just turn it on its side, it is the perfect um, container for your three by four and even four by six pocket page cards. So smart. Perfect. Have them all ready to go and then organize and you can just pull them out, slide them in. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love that idea. It's, it's really, I mean, there's so many ways to organize and that's part of the fun too, I think. But um, yeah, I just, as going back to how I organized it, I had the shell and then I think part of the fun is really doing it as you go along and using those embellishments and things. So that's the super fun part to me. As you get the photos. So are you working Mm -hmm. on it like daily or are you, do you wait a few days and then print everything out or like, how do you go through the month? I usually do it daily if I can. Um, I find that it just makes it easier and I almost look forward to it um, as, you know, just, oh, I can't wait to see what I'm going to do with this date, yeah. you know, this page. How am I going to do this? And and then it's not such a huge undertaking either. Well, I, I agree because I'm one who for years have taken so many photos around like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and then I never go back and want to actually yeah. up them because I'm so overwhelmed because I'm like, there's so many pictures. And yeah. um, so, yes. So I think little by little, just like a daily journal would be instead of, you know, that this mm-hmm. is your daily journal kind of in December. So taking a few minutes each night yeah. to just reflect and to pull all of the things together that you did that day. Yeah. It's so fun. It, it really makes you savor the moment, you know, like to I be mean, present. Yeah, I think some people would think that this is taking away from your time with your family and to do things and make meaningful connections with people. But quite on the contrary, I think that, like, as you said, it, it does really help you to reflect and um, think about those things that truly matter. And who says you can't get your kids involved or your relatives involved? I think that's really important too, you know? 
Absolutely. And you have some great ideas, speaking of that, about things to put in your book, like having your children write in their handwriting those lists to Santa Claus, you know, the letters to Santa um, that you can actually put in the book to keep those as a keepsake, right? Yes. Uh, To me, that's so special because not only we all know how those are. They're just so special to see what they asked for, how they asked for it. Their little handwriting at that point in time. Um, And just the magic of it all. And I just love looking back at it and seeing the special memories that it brings back. Um, And their little drawings. I also like giving them a pocket page card and having them write something, a little memory about that day or about a memory of that. That's a great idea. Yeah, great idea. Um, And then you also mentioned about the holiday cards. We get so many beautiful cards from friends and family and you have found a way to insert those as well. Uh, Yes, well, I do sometimes in years past enjoyed putting them on a ring And, um, but that can get huge, (laughs) kind of overwhelming and, um, it's hard to store. So I think I've enjoyed when I've started to either use a punch, a large punch of some kind, or, um, you can cut it to a four by six size for your pocket page or a three by four. And you can just cut out the most important handwriting, like maybe the love so-and-so or it's from and then on the other side maybe have the actual card or the people and just have a little snippet of it it doesn't have to be the whole thing Mm -hmm. you're just saving little pieces of it and that's really what would matter instead of in you know they're not going in the trash either (laughs) that's right I know because I always feel so bad at the end of the season like uh put so much time and they're so beautiful but what do you do with them and I love that where you can just kind of save a piece of them, right? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. That's so fun. Any other tips or ideas of things that you add to your books? Um, I think that um, it's, it would really have been neat if I could have had my grandmother Mm. write out a recipe that I use of hers. So, um, you know, I make this apple bread every Christmas and it came from my grandmother, but I learned it from my mother. So that kind of brings me to a thought that I should probably have my mom write that out this year to put that in the book, you know, um, for my December daily this year. But whoever that recipe came from, try to get their writing down. Um, That's so beautiful and special. And how neat would it be to have, you know, grandma's cookies and grandma's handwriting. Oh, my goodness. I absolutely love this idea. And I'm that's what I was thinking. I'm going to have my mom handwrite her sugar cookie recipe. And I'm going to have my mother-in-law handwrite her gingerbread recipe because she does oh. homemade gingerbread houses with the grandkids. Oh. And they just absolutely love it. She, she threatened to quit one year because <laughs> it's a lot of work rolling out that gingerbread for like 20 grandkids. And my daughter, she's one of the older grandkids. She's like, no, this is a tradition, grandma. We cannot quit this one. So I'm going to come over after school every day and help you with this gingerbread. And Aww. that is when I'm going to definitely have her handwrite. I'm so glad you brought that up. Such a great idea. Just anything that 
applies to your own life that would just be meaningful and special that you would want to remember. Um, you could even interview your family members. Um, I think that is something that's such a gift. If you have um, stories actually written down mm-hmm. from grandparents or parents to be able to look at. I know I gave my father a gift one year. This is totally separate, but um, where he was asked a question every day for a whole year um, about something and it was made into a book at the end of the year. And to be able to see such history and learn about him in that way was so neat. And I think that we could do the same for Christmas for our family as well. Yes. Can you imagine? That could be, yeah, its own book of just interviewing your relatives Mm -hmm. about their childhood memories. You know, I'm sure how they celebrated was was different and just so special as well. That's such a great idea, Laura. It'd be fun. We'll see. (laughs) We do it. Oh, I just knew you were going to have so much inspiration for us. Any other ideas before we, we wrap this up? Well, there's a lot of ideas and I am by no means one that has even a small slice of them. So I know that our scrapbook.com gallery is filled with images um, and inspiration that you can look to um, from our community members that have just done such outstanding um, documentation every year in and out. And I think that looking at those is so inspiring, but also keep in mind that they should inspire you to be you and to document this holiday as you would and not to um, try to reach something that you feel is unattainable um, or that you feel like you couldn't live up to because the truth is, is that creativity is perfect for everybody because it's yours. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you. And we ask this question of every guest. (laughs) Can you think of something? um, What is the most meaningful handmade gift that you have ever given or received? Does anything come to mind? Absolutely. Um, I do have a response for that one, but I think in the spirit of the holidays that I will say one that I shared last year, actually, I don't know if this is, you know, cheating, but on social media last year. And that was, there was a year when I was very young that my mother embroidered a stocking for me. Um, And I just, adored it. It had this little girl with braids walking down the stairs to the Christmas tree. And my favorite part was this dolly she had in her hand that kind of came off of the stocking and like, you know, was a dolly all on its own. And um, it was so old, like it's been so long that my mother sewed it onto another stocking, like so that it could actually live on, live on. And I told my mother this last year about this. Oh, such a great cozy memory, mom. And she's just thinking, oh, well, I should have done something different than sew it on a different stocking. That's so silly. I can't believe she was so hard on herself. And all I could think of was what a beautiful thing it was. And I will always remember that. Um, And I have it and I look at it every Christmas. That is so special. Again, those are the memories, right, that we Mm -hmm. want to cherish. And I'm sure you've taken 
pictures of it so it yes. can, can go Back into on the scrapbook.com Instagram account. <laughs> oh, that is so neat. Well, we'll have to put that in the show notes along with um, your, your, I want, I want a copy of your advent calendar with ideas of things yeah. that you could do every day. Laura said she would put together a printable for us for that, yeah. which will be in the show notes as well as some photographs of her gorgeous books that will give you so much inspiration. I just appreciate you, Laura, so much. You have inspired me. I love all the tips that you give, and I'm just so excited to get working on my books that I can have it ready to go for December. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see yours, too. You've given us so much inspiration, so many great ideas, too. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Laura, and have a wonderful holiday season. Thanks, you too. Thank you, Laura, so much for joining us today and for all of you for listening in as we shared some of our thoughts and ideas on documenting our December traditions. We are excited to see the inspiration that the scrapbook.com community will share as well. And so we would love for you to share how you are documenting your December traditions by tagging us at scrapbook.com and using the hashtag scrapbook.com holiday. You might even be featured on our social media, so be sure to post. You can also upload your projects to our scrapbook.com gallery where you will find endless inspiration. If you would like to download Laura's Advent Activity Calendar or to see links for any of the products we discussed in the episode, visit our show notes at scrapbook.com slash podcast. You can also shop scrapbook.com where you can find over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You'll also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes. Please consider leaving a review for the podcast as it will help other crafters like you to find it and we may read yours next. Today, we want to read a review from Jess Craft who says, I love hearing from other crafters and memory keepers. There are not a lot of podcasts for paper crafters and scrapbookers, so I'm always happy to discover a new one and look forward to listening to new episodes while I craft. Episodes include great inspiration and reminders to keep crafting and sharing memories. Thank you so much for that review. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season and enjoy making meaningful memories and handmade creations. Remember, happiness is life handmade.